Good morning, Phil and Dave. How are we? It's morning. We, we're, we're here on a morning, boys. We're here on a morning. Oh, that's the morning format. Yeah, yeah, get that. Thanks for accommodating me. We usually, <laughs> we, we usually record at midday. Though. So, how are we, so, so how are we? King Cod, first of all. Dave, where have you been? What have you been up to? Because we missed you. I'm here. Uh, standard operations, chaps. Nothing, nothing mental, really. Bit of work, bit of this, bit of that. Just pottering on as we approach the end of the year. The end of the year is nigh. <laughs> I love it. So, what happened last last time when we had uh, Jindy coming off the bench? Who was a great substitute, by the way. Yeah, it, we got uh, the the slot moved, didn't it? So we moved from our usual uh, early afternoon slot to a later afternoon slot, and I'm on Uber duties. So even though I'm available, uh, as in in the motor, travelling north for football. Uh, excursions it doesn't make very well for uh, <laughs> recording the podcast down to the mm. fact that no matter whose network these days or who you ring it's like it's impossible to have a phone call where it just does not drop five or six times so yeah that i, I was on uh, uber logistical duties oh god well it's good to see you back anyway incredible pod by the way and it's amazing to be part of this and even more amazing when you're not part of it and you listen back to it and it's just like, wow, that's pretty cool, that, guys. That's pretty cool. Mm, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, skills, yeah. really, really, really good pod. Thoroughly enjoyed it as yeah, a, as a listener. <laughs> hey, double, you've doubled the listener numbers. Indeed. Yeah, remember yeah. to subscribe and like and share with a friend. <laughs> I have done. I have done, definitely. And I've sent some emails in with some ideas on what the, uh, the next pods could Ooh, be and things like good. that. So... Look out for that, a.k.a. the Trello board. Ah, I like it. it. It was a really, really good podcast to be a part of. I think the only thing would, what would have made it better if you were on it, Dave, seriously, that was it. Because he just I'll take that, slotted boys. I'll in take, perfectly. I'll, t- I'll take that as a win. I'll take that as a win. Yeah, I, And it's one of the only podcasts I listen to more than once. Because sometimes, you know, I just I can't stand the sound of my own voice. But... It was just, it just felt really good because there was like that. Fi- I don't you remember this, Phil. It was a, quite a difficult day, wasn't it? For you know, it was, it was late on and it was like, we're a bit tired and we've all had shit to deal with. But we just really kind of just connected and everything just flowed nicely. It was, it was just an effortless conversation. It felt just right, right in line with our, our theme of just being honest with each other. Yeah. I think that was it. I think that was, that was the brilliant thing about it. It was just sort of being open. And being open in in the moment, and and um, yeah, it, it, for me it had been a bit of a crap week, and I you know, wasn't really looking forward to. Well, was, but not in the usual way. And I think all three of us came off it and said we felt energized. Yeah, <laughs> going yeah. into it feeling not sure about this and coming out energized. So that's a that's a a, a bonus, isn't it? So, it yeah. is. And I think, you know, what we what we need to do, we've said that we keep saying this, we need to go to Amsterdam and spend some time with Bo, and we need to go to Berlin and spend a bit of time yes. with Jindy as well. We've just got to do it. Just European make it. tour. Yeah, well, let's do it in 2023. I'm being serious. Let's do it. I'm in. I'm in. Well yeah. up for that, boys. So, do you know anybody, yeah. any, anybody get any guests who live in Jamaica, maybe, potentially, or uh, anywhere else in the Caribbean? Well, just look Hawaii. on the data map. If you look on the data map for where listeners oh, are, yeah. And just pinpoint them, and then we'll just put a call out because it's pretty. It's a pretty. It's pretty widespread that. 
Let's pull a call out now. Anybody listening in anywhere warmer than the north of England, you can just uh, drop us a line. <laughs> tell us where anywhere. you're listening. From. You're pretty much everywhere. And uh, we're on route. Uh, we're on route. Let us know where you are, and we'll, we might come on tour and visit you. Yeah, nice. 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 In 2023. So b- before we get into our theme, it's quite a key time of year, and it's a poignant time of year, I think. And we, we spend more time thinking about this time of year than any other time of year. How has your week been? Phil, how's your week been? Yeah, better than last week, so that's good. good. Well, last week was good from a work perspective, but other stuff was going on that sort of dragged me down a little bit. Mm. But work was fantastic. Work's continued to be fantastic this week, and for that I am like eternally thankful, really. Started with a PT yesterday evening because my fitness has sort of slipped in the last sort of six months, so right. back on with that, feeling good about that. Uh yeah, it's, it's been all right. It's just kind of weird, isn't it? When you, when you get towards Christmas and things in some ways are winding down and, you know, everyone's sort of out sort of doing things and going away and what have you. Uh, it's a bit different when you work for yourself. I, I, mm. I think it's sort of a bit, bit of a, I'm not going to say it's a lonely time, but it is a sort of time where, where you're not sort of getting quite as much going on. Everything's been put back to 2023 and you just you know, have to be a bit more motivated than usual to tip up to stuff. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. It, it's it's difficult to stay focused. Glad that your work's going well, though. Said this last week with with Ginny. Would you do anything different? You know what? What? Is, I absolutely love work. Love the stuff I do. Better than having a paid job any time. But I think we're at that time of life, so I'm dead pleased. Do you want to do you want to give a shout out to your gym or your PT? Are they worth it? Uh, yeah, it's uh, what are they called? Uh, well, I've only been once, so but it was very good. Um, <laughs> I've, I've completely forgotten what to call it. I walk past it every day. We'll edit that in later. Yeah, let's do it later. Just shout out later. Dave, you're looking hot, man, even though you're in a cold part of the world. Those nice glasses, nice oh, results gym. Top. Sorry, cutting in. Results Gym or Results Inc. Didsbury, yes. Sorry. Results Gym, Didsbury. And the name of your PT is? is uh, it Joe. L- Joe, okay. Yes. I wonder. I wonder what the thinking was behind the name. To get results for people. Oh. There you go. It works, doesn't it? <laughs> it does work. <laughs> hey, tell you what. We should get into this it could business. Be a marketing agency. Maybe we, maybe we should get into know, it. Yeah. Tell you what, branding. I'm telling you, I'm thinking that what's the outcome? I'm thinking results. We get results that are work. No, yeah. I think it's good. Think it's we good. get results. I love it. Good. Well, let's um, let's post the results in a few weeks then, shall yeah, we? Yeah, exactly. I'll the, do the, a before be- and after. Before and after. So, Dave, good to see you. How's your week been, mate? Been all right, mate. It's been all right. It's just steady away. Not my most motivated of weeks with gas to work, but I'm not too bothered, mate. Not too bothered. Training's been good. Bit of this, bit of that. It's a Friday, you know? Like it. Like it. You were, you were missed. Uh, must admit, last week, you definitely were missed. Is anyone going to ask me how my week was, or should we just skip past how that? How was your week? Oh, cheers, Andy. Phil. Cheers, Phil. Thank, not thanks interested. for asking. We're not okay. interested. We've moved on now. We've moved on from that. That's you all over that, isn't it? It's all you, though, isn't it? It's, it's all about you. How was your um, week, sweetheart? You know what? Sweetheart, Very... how was your week? Oh, thanks Thanks for asking. I found it, similar to, to Phil, I found it difficult to get motivated to get any physical exercise done, but it is Baltic outside. Struggling to get motivated with work as well, to be honest with you. But then again, it's that time of year, isn't it? It's difficult. But something, something hit me on the, on the theme of uh, having open, honest conversations. 
It's the uh, on Tuesday it was the eleventh anniversary of my dad's passing. There's nothing significant about eleventh anniversary. So I thought I'll do what most people do and change my profile picture on Facebook and just put a little reference about it. And as I'm scrolling through the pictures to put on, you know, the temporary profile picture for my dad, I just burst into tears. But it wasn't sad tears. It was like, God, like this feels good now all of a sudden, just to kind of let it out. Saw some like some pictures of him like with that glint in his eye, thinking, I don't miss him as such. I'd love to love to have a chat with him. I did me fucking edit, to be honest with you, half the time. Couldn't have a proper conversation <laughs> with him. He was always right. But I, I do I do miss him. But it was it was proper gratitude, I felt. It was like a proper, you know, tears of gratitude thinking, you know what? Turned out all right. Loved me dad. And I miss me mum. And so many people who've died over the last few years. But I just, I didn't feel kind of sad. I just felt grateful that I'm, that I'm still here and I've still got so much around us. So my week was a bit disjointed, a bit weird. You know, I just struggled to, I don't know, put effort into stuff. It's just a, a reflective kind of week, if you like. Not been bad, not been low, just different. So that that was my week. Thanks for asking, but a, refle- <laughs> but a reflective week isn't a bad thing at all, is it? Again, it goes back to our, like, hopefully, we're, like Dave said, he's struggled motivating a little bit, you know, been a bit, you, you've sort of had this week where it's kind of, you know, been reflective because of, sort of that that anniversary of your dad dying none of us are beating ourselves up for that whereas if we were in a in a salaried role we'd probably be feeling bad we've all got to that point where we go you know what actually this week wasn't a flyer but that's all right because next Mm. week probably will be or you know it but it doesn't matter you don't have to beat yourself up and i think that shows a certain degree of maturity in all of us i would say don't feel bad about you know not having spent all that energy on you know doing stuff back to human beings rather than human doing oh phil i love that phrase i'm sure we've used this one of yours is it yeah yeah (laughs) i like it i'm gonna write that one down for later it is that time of year though isn't it when it is a kind of reflective time just been thinking a lot about it as we all do it is that time of year and we've decided that we're going to maybe rant a little bit more or just open up a little bit more about our feelings towards certain things how do you feel about this time of year christmas and new year it's an interesting one i mean there's all sorts going on isn't there because for kids so memories of christmas and seeing my my daughter getting super excited about christmas it's it is quite literally the most wonderful time of the year isn't it you know and it is it's like the pinnacle like you know you're not going to be in school (laughs) you'll get loads of presents from all these people not you know well father christmas obviously but then all these uh families you know your extended family your friends there's little parties there's kind of messing around at school all that kind of stuff getting dressed up it is for kids amazing and I think I'm sounding a little bit how bar humbug there. I mean, I normally, I mean, I, I do enjoy Christmas. I enjoy, enjoy just spending the time, you know, and just foot off the gas. And everyone's got the foot off the gas, so it doesn't matter. But I suppose I'm sort of maybe because I've been going through a few things recently that I just I, I'm not looking. I'm not looking forward to it in the same way. You know, I don't feel as revved up for it like as normal. It's a week on. Sunday, isn't it? I think. Yeah, I've just, days I've away, just yeah. not. I've just not got that that excited feeling, which normally I would have, you know. So, 
Okay, okay. Bit of balance to come back to that in a bit. Dave, how do you feel about Christmas? Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty cool with it all, to be honest with you. I mean, the reflection element of it years ago used to be, you get towards Christmas or end of the year and I'd be like, right, and you do that big reflection thing. It just sort of happens quite naturally. But I practice that self-reflection every day now. You know, at the end of every day, mm-hmm. where I just take a moment to just like look and go, right, because you get into a situation, it's like, I've not achieved anything today. But when you actually pause and have a think back, there's always something. No matter what that is, there's always something. So I do that on a daily basis anyway. So it sort of takes away that end of the year big, oh, Christ, what have we done? What have I not done? And what we're we doing next year? It, it takes that It takes that away, So that, that, which is good, you know, because it's that looking back at the past and, I don't know, you end up focusing on elements of regret and then looking at items in the future, and which brings anxiety. So that daily practice for me, nukes all that takes it all away what i do quite like about this time of year is if you think about december last two weeks in december and first two weeks in january it's not much happening so you can literally switch off email not check it for days you don't need to be part of it because there's an acceptance that everybody else is doing that and i'm seeing that already i know for a fact that next week not much will happen next week then you're into christmas week that's the way it is but i'll take that time to maybe finalise some bits of admin or do some things that, that I've not done that sort of tidies up this year and possibly sets up next year. I don't get too hung up on, right, it's January, change this, do this, do that. Because yeah, I'm quite, I'm more on the, the micro, the, the smaller bits than the bigger bits now. The bigger bits are great. And I understand that you want to, you know, right, we're going to do this and we're going to do that. But, I'm quite happy if I just achieve something on a daily basis, no matter what that is. You've got an idea of what that big picture is, but it changes all the time, you know, and I'm massively, massively, massively always trying to just go, do you know what? Today's today. Let's just, let's just live today. Mm-hmm. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, you know, and I can't change any of what that's happened. I'm trying so much living live the day to day. But then sometimes that gives me anxiety because I think, I think I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not giving the future enough focus, but then I think to myself, well, I might not get there anyway. I've no idea what's going to happen next week or the week after. So let's, let's go, let's see what, you know, let's see how we do today. So the end of the year thing is just, I guess, December's do, and January, just, it does, things just slow down a bit or slow down a lot. And I like that. And I've often wondered why, you know, a lot, for, so for example, uh, I think Germany and Italy or certain countries in Europe, they'll take times of year where they'll have shutdowns. So they'll go into summer, it's like this shutdown, that shuts down, this shutdown. And I think we should possibly do that a bit more. Because then it, mm. I think if you knew that a lot of things were closing down, you'd switch off. You'd take that time to step yeah. away from anything work-related and do some more non-work-related stuff and detach from it all. Whereas... Our countries, we're just driven to be constantly doing, aren't we? We never switch off, you know, always, always achieving more, 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 more. But December, those last two weeks in December and those first two weeks in January are the time where I think collectively as a, as a country, we just got, you know what, we're done. We're absolutely done with it. Let's just take a bit and take that time back. And it does become, a you know, whether it's family or what, you, you step back away from it all and it, I like it. I do like it. Mm. I hear what you're saying about we should just have more time 
for family and to switch off. Because we, you're right, we've become this like 24-7 society now where we, you know, we, we feel almost a compulsion to, to read messages and emails and, you know, we, we're constantly contactable. But we, we didn't used to be like that, did it? You know, we go back a decade ago and it wasn't quite like that. You could actually switch off properly now. But some people I'm working with now are saying, well, I'm going to take my laptop home for work so I can just like, so I can get some work done over Christmas and New Year just so I can start the new year on, on the right footing. I think that's really sad. It's really, yeah. really what sad. What will that make? You know, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't buy it. I think it's a, because if you don't take that time, as Dave says, you know, that four weeks where it, not saying you're off for four weeks, but you've got to sort of slow down and what have you. And then you do get time off during Christmas and, and the break between Christmas and New Year. If you don't do that and you're working, you're not going to hit January with a fresh start because you've been working. You know what I mean? You, you, you've got to recharge the batteries. We've talk, talked about this a lot. And I just think, you know, I just think even the idea, oh, I'm going to take my laptop home to do some work, not dissing that person. But I think it's sort of part of that culture of expectation that they've probably got, I don't know, are they employed or self-employed? I don't know, but, you, you know, they probably might have a boss that kind of half expects them to be doing stuff. And, you know, and then I say to that person, you know, if that's how you feel, you're probably possibly in the wrong job because if that's what's expected of you, that, that to me, if it is an employment situation, it just feels like not a culture that you want to be part of where there's an expectation that you're going to do work, you know, for that. I think, I think you're right. I mean, often it is employed people, I find, will be doing that to, you know, just to try and get ahead of things. Word you used already, Dave, twice was anxiety. So people yeah, want to yeah. reduce their anxiety. So I want to stay on top of my emails and my workload. Uh, probably the most poignant, reflective, you know, family-orientated time of the year. What's going on? And personally, I think it's, it is just the choice of that individual. And the culture yeah. isn't the culture isn't something which is static and you know and just exists. Everybody's part of that culture, and I encourage people to just change that culture. You know, just don't don't read your effort emails. Don't take your laptop home if you if you're not being paid to work. The culture is we <laughs> we said it already. Getting results. The yeah. only way to get results is to exceed all the time. But you can't exceed all the time and do too much all the time. So because it's excess. Exceed, exactly, it's yeah. excess. Yeah, it's too excess much. in other dom domain would just be too much. Yeah, people. There's uh, no balance. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's capitalism, though, isn't it? It's basically that's what it is. Well, hundred percent. I knew you were going to say this, and I'm glad. You, I'm glad you did. But it is, guys. It's always it's it's just more, 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 more constantly. And if you were to yeah, look, if excess. you were to chart back all the way back to the industrial revolution, and you was to look at like a. I don't know, say you look at uh, GDP for the UK from back in the time all the way. It's basically, the chart will start off and it'll, it, you know, the line will grow gradually, then it goes up like a cliff. And that's where it's always, mm. always been. And that's the way it's driven to be. More, 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 more. And this time of year for a lot of people is, some people will slow down, but some people don't have an option because they get to this time of year and they're burnt out. Yeah. They're absolutely knackered. The burnout mentally and physically, and then the odd virus that time of year, and it when these viruses and bugs go around, and before you know it, they're in bed knackered. So you've gone all that year to get to the time of year where you go, I'm going to have some time off, and they're knackered. 
You know, he, yeah, I, yeah. I, could, I could talk to 20 people and 10 of them at the moment are done. You know, the 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 rough. They're not they're not feeling yeah. well. But it's because it's, it's driven that way. Yeah, and you'll be going like, "Are you ready for Christmas?" Oh, I can't wait to finish for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's been a, it's been a hard year. You know, it's been intense. And you're absolutely right. But there's there's always an equal and opposite reaction, isn't there? So you've got that growth at all costs, if you like. You know, we need more, 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 more. The economy, GDP, everything grows at the expense of something. So is that at the expense of happiness, sanity, time, connection? What something has got to give the you know the the Mental environment, the planet. Health. There's there's always yeah, there's yeah. always a reaction to this, and I think, and I, I feel really compromised about this time of year for for many reasons. I I love it because it brings people together, but there's an opposite reaction to this as well as like as you said, Dave. Why don't we do this on a regular basis? Why do you have to wait to Christmas or Easter or, or some holiday that we get back together with our families and friends? Shouldn't we just do this all year round? Got friends who live in Spain and Greece. They're having festivals every weekend. It's just any excuse to get together, but they love it. And what we've done, we've turned this Christian faith time into just sell stuff, buy stuff, excess. You know, it, prop up the economy again. Excess. It, beco- it becomes of excess, you know. And and these events, so these key events throughout the year, you don't get to one of those events and go, right, I'm just going to chill out for a bit now. I'm not going. They spike in excess because you're this, you're doing that, you're spending this, and it and it's always money, 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 money. That's just the way it is. But I also I do believe that's though, sad. I do believe that a lot of people are starting to go, that's not for me anymore. And and the pandemic sort of done that. The pandemic came along and people are going, Why did why did I do a two to four hour commute every day? Why did I do this? And they're going, I don't want to do it anymore. I don't want to do it, you know, that's not for me. And then you've got the you've got every government and key organisations going. No, this is the way you've got to do it. This is the way you've got to do it. But it's going to change, and it, we talk about this a lot. It's going to change, and you're seeing that change. You know, you're seeing it with what's going on. If when look at look at the things that is going around along with like strikes and things like that. Now, that's because people mm. and organisations are going. We're done with doing it the way you've always told us to do it. We're done with that now. And you got people going, well, how dare the rail workers strike? How dare the NHS strike? Because they've had enough. A lot of people have had enough. And yeah. we talk about disruption, don't we? This is what this is what blows my mind as well. We talk about creating disruption. We're disruptors, disruptors, we do this and this. Yet when disruption comes along in everyday life, because people are standing up and going, That's not for me anymore. Well, how dare you do this and that? I hope, you know, at the end of the day, the only way to get changed sometimes is to stand up, have a voice, stick behind it and go for it. Yeah. And yes, you might not be able to get a train. Yeah. Or you might not be able to, and some of your, some of your health services are disrupted. I, I get it. And I know the health side of it is, is, is a super tricky one because if you don't get a train, you get well, like, it doesn't matter. But the health element of it obviously could cause this, you know, issue for people's, but there's got to be change. Education will be next, you know, wait till you, and then before you know it, they might all be out together on a general strike or whatever that is. And but- that's it. That's it. You know, and the, oh, the, sorry. Yeah. And I think, that, you know, the fundamental thing here is the sort of, you know, it's the, to me, it's it, people are out fighting for a, a better salary in a lot of ways because the, the sort of the huge transfer of wealth 
you know, Absolutely. I, was, I, was, I was with a friend the other day. He made this, this massive point that, you know, as far as he says, there's no middle class anymore. There isn't. That really stuck with me because you're either you're right at the top, creaming off all the fingers and getting the you know getting the getting the big gigs and you know what have you, as we've seen with Tory Bat, uh, what, what the, the Michelle Moan. Michelle Moan sort of <laughs> scenario, you know, yeah. or you 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 you're a nurse that has to go to a flipping food bank to pay for food for the kids. You know, there's someone on the news before that saying like that some of the nurses sort of get towards payday in London and they no longer are able to afford the tube. You know, that is messed up. And that is, that's why everyone is ultimately out on the streets. And again, I've, I think we've talked about this before. Like my mum and dad didn't have high paid jobs, you know, but my dad is the main breadwinner with a supplemental income from my mum. They were able to afford a semi-detached house in a nice area on that kind of thing. Someone now, like if you were a truck driver with a, a wife with a supplementary income from cleaning, would you be able to afford a semi-detached house? That's the fundamental question, isn't it? Because it wouldn't. I mean, I could barely f- afford a semi-detached house these days, you know, and I think that's it. So, you know. We can we can point the finger, you know. The Tories will point the big finger at ridiculous figures that they p- they pluck out of the air to to be defensive about these perfectly reasonable claims for for wage increases, and they'll point at things like you know, like I say, you know, the point at a small boat boat crossing the channel and say and tell everyone that's that's the. That's the reason we're all in such dire straits. And they'll point to everything except for their own misgivings. And except no one really talks about this huge transfer of wealth, you know, from the lower and middle classes to the high. Basically, the, it's the old adage, the rich get richer and the rest of us get poorer. I mean, I, you know, I charge a reasonable rate for my, for my work. I've, you know, I always feel sort of, gosh, that seems like a lot of money. But I still sort of, you know, I'm still, I'm not scraping by and have a, have a nice life, but I'm watching the money. And that's that's not right. That's mess. I'm not bothered about me. I'm more bothered about those rail workers and those nurses and those people that are doing these kind of things that won't get the Christmas wind down that we just talked about there. You know, that they might get the day off. They might get, or they might be on shifts, you know. You, they're the people that, you know, I can't imagine being on the kind of salaries those guys are on living in London or having a family. You know, it's just, I think the whole thing is messed right up, I'm afraid. Bar humbug. <laughs> Going back to Christmas, you touched on some. Yes. Um, <laughs> I was talking about Christmas, but, but it, it does, it, it, it highlights some of the, major problems we've got people can't afford to get to work let alone afford a meal at christmas for the families but there's so much pressure to do it's that it's dickens it's dickens isn't it it's like you could if you wrote this you know i might ask open ai to write something about the state of the current finances of of, of the british public in a dickensian style <laughs> and they'll see what story we get from well, that. Will you do that and post it yeah. on LinkedIn? Yes, I will. I'm um, going to do that. Do that. Sorry, so, rant over. 
don't apologize because this is where we're at. I think you touched on that as well before, Dave. It's the money involved in this is ridiculous. You know, we, there needs to be change. And you were suggesting that people are going to start doing it differently. We've said this already in our family. Like, should we do a secret Santa? Should we have a buffet? And I'm like, if, it's, if that's driven because of money, no, that's not the point mm. for me. Yeah. I don't want to do that. I still want tradition, but we don't have to spend an arm and a leg on it. You don't have to like, you know, go to excess to have the best Christmas ever because that's what the pressure is. It's like, oh, that's such a shit year. We're going to have the best Christmas ever. And consequently, going to go into debt for it. We're going to spend way too much money on presents for each other or to go out for a really, really expensive meal or do stupid things which don't make sense. Why aren't we just doing this all year round anyway? Why aren't we just connecting with people anyway? Why don't we show in love for each other every day, reflecting every, you know, every day anyway? Why do we have to do it at certain times of year? But what's odd is that people will happily go into debt for it, get knackered all year, work themselves to the core, and then spend loads of money on maybe one or two times a year to go into debt for that. So they've got to work even harder the following year back on the hamster wheel. I think that's really sad. Totally. And that's it, isn't it? That's it. That's what we're, we're kind of forced into again what i find really interesting is that we, we we're sort of half an hour into this and what we've not talked about we've talked about capitalism and and and, and, and like the pressure that the system puts on us we haven't talked about the spiritual nature of christmas the ultimate you know that like and i'm not a religious person but but ultimately that to me says everything that that we talk about christmas you know, it automatically pulls you into this sort of mm. conversation about well, that rather than what it's kind of all about. There's a big clue in the name there, isn't there? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not, no getting away from it. Yeah. You know. Capitalism. I, I, I always make a point. This is, and again, because I don't really have a, a, a particular faith, but I always make a point. You know, if you ever try find yourself shortening Christmas to Xmas, I always sort of go, right, delete. And yeah, Christmas, yeah. you, you're taking the Christ out of Christmas by doing that. And I think that's whatever your belief, that's wrong. I'm glad you said that because I think that's one of the things that really annoys me about this time of year, that we just completely lost sight of it. If we're going to go to excess on something, surely we should be going to excess on rejoicing, celebrating something which is meant to be one of the happiest times of the year. You know, So again, depending on your religious persuasion, if you like, or what your belief system is, whether Jesus was the Messiah or a prophet, whether he existed or not, you know, it was a, it was, it's a really important time of year to reflect on that and, and to celebrate that, not going to debt for. And, and I think that's the thing. And you say, you know, we're calling it Xmas. What does X actually mean? Don't get it. It's just, we just, it's just, we can't be asked typing C H R I S T. Yeah. It's quicker There's to just put an X. There is something where you really think about when did that, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't have the answer, but when did people start putting Xmas rather than Christmas? Because there's no need, is there? You know, there's no don't need know. to do don't that. Get it. So if you, if you were to ask children, younger children in particular, you know, what do you associate Christmas with? What do you think they'd say? Well, it'd be Father Christmas, wouldn't it? Hundred percent, Father Christmas, hundred percent, straight off. Father, Father Christmas. Christmas, yeah. The Father Christmas, Father Christmas, the Fazer. 
So Father Christmas, presents, what else? Anything else? I would imagine that... It, Nativity and... Yeah, yeah it, 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 it go back to... It, you go back to the religious aspects of it, won't you? Because for a lot of kids in school in the UK, that's where it's going to be, you know, because that's what, what again, re- regarding whatever their beliefs are to a certain that's what it would be. But same way, if I lived in India and there was a holiday over there, I might, you know, you, you become part of it, aren't you? Because it's an event. It's a specific event mm-hmm. for the, that's been that's been there for a long time. And whether you believe in it or not, you're there, aren't you? You either buy into it or you're part of it or you take whatever you want from it, you know. I don't believe in God, you know, but I do believe in the spiritual. I do believe in spirits and things like that. So Christmas coming along, I grew up as a kid. Yeah, that's the story. Story of, gee, you know, you, you go through all that and then you get the Father Christmas side of it and stuff like that. But you take from it, for me, I'm happy for, you know, that, that's what you're doing. Go on, so that's fine. I take the bits that work for me. But I do that in life in general, you know, with, with a lot of things. But it, with kids, 100% Father Christmas, without a doubt. I mean, who is Father Christmas? St. Nicholas. What, what did he do? Haven't got a bloody clue. I sh- I, I, well, you if know he was what? around now, I, he'd get I, arrested. Because <laughs> he, 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 he used to break into kids' bedrooms. Right. And, you know, I can't like, remember things mate. in the socks. I, you know, I'm just I, I, saying, you, it's just, it's not anything to do with Christ. No, I'm, I'm 47, mate. I can't remember the story of St. Nicholas or, or the backstory to no. it. You know, what? I can't remember some of the stuff I did last week, like, <laughs> like, like I've known from, from years and <laughs> well, years look, ago. I know the image of Father Christmas, again, is a, is a capitalist construct, mm. isn't it? It's, it's, a, it's, a, it is the, Beard, bushy white beard and the red hat kind of thing is not what Saint Nick would have been hanging around in. No. It's it it was constructed by the Coca Cola company. Yeah. So that's, that's exactly it. That's well, he went from green to blue, didn't he? I think he was originally green, and they replaced. Uh, sorry, oh, green, walk- sorry no, green, to green to blue. Green to blue. He went. He went from green to red. Cheese and onion. Green, green to red. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Because of Coca-Cola, because it looked better yeah. on their adverts. On brand. It's on brand. So what does that tell us about what we've just created? You know, we've wow. we've started off as celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ into let's buy a load of Coca-Cola and stick it on TV and spend a load of money let's on stuff. Let's buy a load of Coke need. and have a party. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's go back oh, to the eighties. <laughs> So, but yeah, I think it's fascinating, isn't it? Really, we're naturally going to rant about it because we you know we 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 we're middle aged, oh, miserable gets. We're three wise men. Oh, great <laughs> observation! Three miserable bastards. Um, so, how, how about what's good about this time of year then? Because I knew we we're going to descend into getting up, well, descending into getting on our high horse sort box. Anyway, I knew this would end up in a rant quite rightly as well. So what's good about Christmas? I tell you what, I tell you what, I do love about Christmas, and I guess it's and what I've always loved about it was has been the fact that my dad grafted. My dad was a proper proper grafter, you know, six seven days a week shifts and everything like that. But when it got to Christmas, he was here. I remember, I'd always mm-hmm. always remember mm-hmm. Christmas Eve. He'd always like he'd, he'd work the morning, then he'd be off to the boozer with everybody from work. Uh, and then he'd come home slightly sozzled with, uh, I think it was Dave Butterworth, <laughs> his mate were. So Dave, Dave's wife would pick him up. They'd come home a bit pissed. And I knew, you know, I'd be buzzing off it because my dad's home. 
you know, we'd have a chip. I think pretty much we'd have a chippy tea or maybe a bit of Chinese, you know, as nice. a kid, as a kid. And it was always up, early doors. Christmas Day morning, bang up, everybody out of bed. It's yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. on. All of that. Which was great yeah. when I was young. But when I've been out, when I got older and I've been out to the pub till about one in the morning, it wasn't the best experience, if I'm yeah, honest with you. less so. But I remember yeah. it. I, I, I had a few write-offs. Yeah. yeah it, my dad was there. My dad was on form. He wasn't knackered from work. He wasn't stressed. It was as if he, he, he was, a, you know, he was the person that, that we spoke about. Works all year, 100 mile an hour, and then gets it, gets a new year. And he'd have some, ex, have some, I say some time off. Might have only been about four or five days. And he loved it. He loved it. He embraced it. Christmas Day breakfast. Then it was lunch. Then he'd fall asleep. Then it was tea. <laughs> All the toys in the back room. Get your toys into the front room. Setting up. For, it was ace. And so to mm. me, that it reminds me massively of my dad. Massively of my dad. Mm. Where he seemed at peace and happy, you know, as yeah. in literally yeah. Like not yeah, going yeah, yeah, 100 yeah. mile an hour. And that, that, that's what it is for me. That's what it is for me. And a lot of changes I've made in my life because of the way my dad lived his life and, and to, you know, to flip it around. But that's Christmas or Crimbo. My dad, he used to call it Crimbo. Crimbo. And for him, it wasn't religious <laughs> aspects of it. It was family. Get everybody around. This is what we're doing. Yeah. But, mm, yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely class. I think that's it, isn't it? It's sort of people at the happiest because everyone sort of, you take all the stress away, don't you, during that period, you know, well, the majority of us do. And you see people in their happiest state. I remember, I was going to say my sort of thing about Christmas, I always used to be going to the pub before Christmas dinner with, with family. Yes. And I, I remember yes. this one time. We don't do it at the minute because mum's mum, got cancer, so she don't want to leave the house and my dad don't want to leave her and all that kind of stuff. So not not done it for a couple of years. But I always remember when, probably when I could just start going to the printers in Cheadle, because that's, that's the, the pub of choice. It's near me, mum and dad's, and um, my granddad at the time used to come along with with me, uncle Chris. Awesome. And my granddad was a very, very. He was always laughing, and that's that's why my association of when I think about my granddad on that side, it, it's it's him in the printers having a laugh. And I do remember this one time that was the best thing ever. It's when you could still smoke in pubs, right? Mm-hmm. So. Obviously, it gets a bit busy. So, <laughs> granddad's uh, smoking a fag. And then I think my dad probably came back from the bar with a couple of pints and everyone stood up. So, my granddad puts the fag behind his ear <laughs> and gets the pints and distributes them <laughs> where he, wherever he needs to distribute them. Come get some more. <laughs> and he's up in his boat a couple of minutes later. <laughs> you smell something burning. The fag was <laughs> behind his ear, like still like, going into his hair and everything. Love it. So, Love it. Uh, you put that, you know, just to laugh about that. That was like the, that was the Christmas moment. It was like the funniest thing. And it has, it's still there now. And it, takes me back to those memories so i think it is for me like those memories that you've got it's you know dave you just made a really good point i can't remember what i did last week and i think a lot of us can't remember what we did last week of no but because christmas is it's like your wedding day i suppose where everyone's there and everyone's having Mm -hmm. a good time the memories i don't know something like clear i did just you know yeah, there's something very special. Obviously, there's something very special about Christmas. Once you strip away the sort of commercial, big commercial aspect of it, which is kind of, 
you know, almost when you've got kids, there's no getting away from it. You have to put your hand in your pocket, don't you? But really, ultimately, those memories that are being created, they're the special things that just live live with you forever, aren't they? And maybe that is because we're all on our best form. Yeah. No, no I, distractions. I, I agree with you. It's, you know, you said people are at the happiest, and that's it's great to have that opportunity to do that. And what we're talking about a lot is family. It's a, it yeah. just feels like a family time. If you ask adults what's Christmas about, it's about family and happiness yeah, and totally, yeah. bringing people together. Ask children, it's about prezzies and Father Christmas and Santa and having to go to a nativity and probably rehearse something for a play. <laughs> um, we see it completely different. And it is those memories that we want to bring back. And for me, it's about passing them back on to, to my children. I'm, I'm a little bit ahead of you. I'm a little bit older than you, lads, you, you kids. Brandon's living in Nottingham now. I'm not going to see him on Christmas Day. No and I'm, way. It's not, it's not going to break my heart or anything. It's just, it's kind of sign of the times now. I'm getting on yeah. a bit. Kirsten's coming back from uni. Kirsten will be with us. But, and this, this is why it's a really reflective time. I want to put loads of effort into Christmas Day. You know, I want people to feel that kind of love that they're missing out on because our family's decimated over the last few years. My mum and dad, Nick's dad, Brandon's not living with us anymore. Rich is a member of the family now, and he he can't see his son at Christmas because he's separated. And I think it's really sad because we've had so many really happy times. And you look back over the years and his memories, which are really, really vivid, Phil, as you say. Mm. And I see photographs going back over every Christmas we've had for the last kind of 10, 15 years. And the pe- numbers at the table get smaller and smaller and smaller. Now, I look at it two ways. It's like, that's pretty sad, that, because we're not going to get those times back again. But I look back at them and go, they were pretty special moments and really, really enjoyed it. And I want, I want that opportunity again for, for everyone. You know, I've had that chance. And there are many people who don't get that chance. And this is why there's, there's such a contrast at Christmas. It is a lonely time for so many people as well. And those who want their families back and those who can't see their families and those people who are just single and they don't do anything anymore. And I think there's so much pressure at Christmas to be happy. It kind of creates the opposite effect sometimes. But happiness for me at Christmas it, are those moments that you've just mentioned. It is, it's the meal. It's going to the pub. It's having a system and a routine and being fully present on that day. And that's all we're bothered about is that, that big day. Yeah, there's a lot of pressure to enjoy it. And that's what maybe influences people to spend more money on that. Yeah, but as you were saying, that, that'll bring the 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 joy. Yeah, because we we're trying to buy happiness, and we know we can't do it. And Dave, you were, you, you started talking about that. You know, people are beginning to push back on it. They want change. Does Christmas have to be that expensive? Because it used no. to be that expensive. We've had no, Christmases in wars in wartime and famine. We still had Christmas. What what are the basics? What are the basics? Pigs in blankets. Not for you, Andy, obviously. I'm out. (laughs) That's like, you know, Maslow's hierarchy of Christmas. I think (laughs) pigs in blankets for meat eaters is definitely the foundation. Right. Right. Okay, then. We we need to do this, don't we? we, we, Maslow's hierarchy of Christmas. (laughs) It's on my list of questions, actually. So let's come back to it. Dave, I was asking asking you about what, what are the bare necessities? For, I mean, for Christmas, what I, what what makes it a good Christmas without throwing money at it? I think it's the the most basic thing of what Christmas gives us is is time, and that's just time, and that's literally time to be 
with the people you want to be. It's as simple as that. What you choose to do with that time is up to you, whether you go to a Michelin-star restaurant or, or make something up, whatever that is. But it's that time of year where it goes, right, here's some time to do with it what you want. And, and we sort of all sort of like gravitate back to our, you know, if you've been away, you come back home, people come back home. It's time. And that's what it does. You've seen, because you've got that time, you go, what are you going to do it? Oh, we'll see such a body. Oh, we'll meet up with them. And we've not seen these and we've not seen them. That's what it mm. does. What we need to do, mm. what we need to do is basically take the principles of what, what that particular time, you know, Christmas gives us. And we should be doing that every month or every or, or, or fortnightly. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Totally, yeah. exactly. Rather than waiting exactly. for this one hundred mile an hour crash boom, that's that's not what it's nah, not at all. Let's do that. Let's afford ourselves that time to do that on a monthly or or every or fortnightly basis. And it doesn't have to be excessive. I agree. You don't have to go into Christmas and eat you know, get these times and eat as much and drink as much as you want. Absolutely not. You know, when I get Christmas for me, or when I get times like this and I get back, it is, yeah, I, I get time to do stuff with the family and things, but I get time back for myself. I can run more. I can train. Mm. I can go out on my bike more. I go, do you know what you're doing today? Got some time. I'm going I'm, I'm to hit the hills. I don't think, right, I'll be down in the pub at 10 o'clock and have 15 pints. I don't think that now. I used to back in the day. <laughs> oh, my goodness mm. me. Yeah, mm. let's get on it. Yeah, but that's a light. That, that's, a, that's an age of life thing, isn't it? Mm. It's a so, time thing. So it's time and time together. Time, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or totally, on your own. Yeah, yeah. Or, I love that. Or time for yourself. Yeah, yeah. That's just as we, important. We're back at that. And we're back at that that same point about you know the most valuable asset we'll ever have is time. Whether that's time with others or time for ourselves. And that's what's that's what's been missing so much. But I love that. If we were to, if we were to say make a commitment in the next year to have at least one day a month with our families or with loved ones. The world would just be such a happier place, wouldn't it? There'd be less pressure. At its minimum, on, you know, at its absolute like minimum once a month. Mm. At its absolute minimum. Because we all spend people time around people now, don't we? And we do my life used to be used to be work and then family. Now it's the defaults the, the is it's the other way around. But yeah. it's how yeah. you spend that time with that family. And it's the fact that, you know, I spend time every day with my kids doing whatever, getting them to wherever. But it's that uninterrupted time and sometimes of nothingness. Do you, do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. You're not, you're not necessarily doing stuff. There's, but there's an intention to it then, isn't it? The intention is to spend this moment with my family or to spend this moment doing stuff for myself and reflecting Absolutely. rather than doing it for Absolutely. other people all the time. Absolutely. Love that. I love that. that I mean, that there needs to be tweeted. Or something that needs to be a quote because that's just exactly what it's all about, and that's what we've lost sight of. I reckon, as a society, that's what we've lost sight of is where do we, you know, where do we use our time? These moments we have, either as individuals or as families, it's always about doing stuff for this, the system. We feed in the system, and the monetized, system we've created is monetized, particularly said exactly. Phil, you started mm -hmm. touching on a real. I love, I love the hierarchy of Christmas. I love this. Like, <laughs> Maslow's. It's got to be there, hasn't it? Christmas, so it's Christmas Day. These are quick fire now, by the way. I feel you know what quick oh, fire right, means, okay. don't you? Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah it's just... when you um, you start off with a really long answer uh, in your head, and then what you do, rather than going on and on and on about the really long answer, you sort of try and, I don't know, just whittle it down into something that's more of a kind of a short answer rather than that really long 
really, really long. <laughs> so- That's exactly my point. <laughs> yes, would have done. <laughs> is that it again, isn't it? Did that work? You've, you've articulated my point perfectly there. <laughs> Quick fire. <laughs> Christmas Day, right. Um, Christmas Day, what are the top three things that must be on that plate? Dave, Dave, Dave. So, roast potatoes, proper proper roast potatoes. Yes. 100%. The top answer. Proper roast yes. potatoes, we, yeah. we, you know, we, we, without a doubt, without a doubt. Then I would probably go for beef. Nice piece, nice piece of bit. Or when I say Ooh, beef, or slightly like, controversial, I'd be good for a big T-bone steak or something like that, rather than the standard oh. operating Ooh, meat whoa, thing. Whoa, so whoa. get some big, some big chunk of meat on medium rare, absolute medium rare with some with, with some roasties. And then if I had, to, and and then I love my veg. So any form, you know, any you know, uh, cauliflower done in the oven with some parsnips and carrots or spinach. Job done, job done. Little bit of wet on side, but that'd be a fourth item, wouldn't it? As in, as in, <laughs> as in some. As my dad would say, do you want some gravity? Does anybody want some gravity? Get, <laughs> my dad, my some, dad would say that. You know, did he also call instructions? Did he also call instructions destructions? Where's destructions? Where's destructions? Who doesn't? Do you know what I mean? So those are my three now boys. As, as Barbara's asked, we should have been on this course. Yeah. So, so what, was, what was those three again? Roasties? Roasties. Yeah. Roast a ton of veg. Beef. Ton, ton of veg. And beef, but maybe I'd, I'd go for like, I'd be quite happy with a, a tomahawk. Tomahawk steak. Oh, in, my goodness. In garlic, in right. garlic and coffee. Right then. right then. Okay, then. So let's let's uh, swing over to Phil then. Phil, what, what are your top three on that dinner table? On the plate? Yeah. It's roasties again? Yeah? Yeah. Standard. Standard operations. Got to be, got to be pigs and blankets. Yeah, yeah. Holy, holy combination. And then anything else that isn't a sprout. Oh, (laughs) I like sprouts. What's wrong with sprouts? Oh, man. Sprouts are ace. Horrible. Horrible. Oh, mate, you're cooking them wrong. You're cooking them wrong. Yeah, yeah, you are. (laughs) You are cooking them wrong. Yeah, absolutely. For me, the centrepiece is roast potatoes. Yeah, that's it. It's we're, got to be done unified on that. Yeah, got to be. It's all about roast, and and the miracle about this is they're one of the cheapest things you can put on the table, and you can get them all year round. Yeah. So there you go. Um, so roast potatoes, a hundred percent. Stuffing. Nobody mentioned stuffing. I'm not actually stuffing anything in particular. Stuffing. Yeah. Stuffing. I can't, I can't stuffing a, love. That's a condiment, guys. It's a, it's a side it's a, thing. Yeah, you yeah, can't, you yeah. can't it's stuff. You, it's so you're having roast, isn't it? You've got on your plate. You've got roast potatoes and stuffing. Now you've got to have something that's going to bring this together. Now, what's your third item? <laughs> gravity. It's got to be gravity. It's got to be gravy. Roast potatoes, roast, stuffing, stuffing, and, that's it. and gravy. That's it. I didn't challenge you in your carnivor- carnivorous <laughs> well, ideas, did I? I've got, I didn't I've go, got to challenge, oh, I've got to challenge you, you, it because it doesn't mean anything. I didn't challenge. It doesn't mean anything. What's it supposed to mean? It's my dinner. You're oh, not eating yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. All right. All right. Oh, well, it's always a fire, yeah, but I'll give you that. <laughs> well, at least I won't be constipated. Why am I going to 32 ounces of beef in your lower colon. Well, I don't. Run after that. I don't eat that's that much meat. That's why you're not meat. fast. Because you don't eat, so eat much that meat. much meat. Well, I don't. I'm just, I'm just, it's, it's, it's a one-off-ish. I'd like to barbecue it as well. I'd like my steak barbecued. You could do that. 
do it. Oh, you yeah. could absolutely do it. So there's that. There was our quick fire top three <laughs> Christmas Christmas table. All right, favorite Christmas film? Quick fire. Great Escape. Great Ooh, Escape. Is it a Christmas film? Oh, Great Escape. Well, it was all. Listen, Great Escape was always on at Christmas, hundred percent. Christmas Eve, followed by Close Encounters. So, and I used to watch it before oh. my dad got out. So those are my two. And maybe, maybe you get go- Goonies would be in the mix at some point, wouldn't they? So you you got your three staples there, boys. Mm. Uh, I watched Close Encounters the other day. I, I don't really, I, I've not really clocked that it's what you do at Christmas. But my, it's it's quite. A, I still find it quite scary too. With, it's still yeah, quite yeah. scary. It's a good film. It's a great film. It is great. Uh, top Phil? Christmas film. Probably Muppet Christmas Carol. I think that's absolutely spot on. Didn't expect that. Yeah, no, it's a great film. And and a quick fire answer as well. Yeah, and the reason I like it is... (laughs) (laughs) Well done. That was class. I struggle on this. I struggle on this question because is is it a Christmas film or a film you watch at Christmas? Oh, Die Hard. I do like the film, but it's not a Christmas film. It is um, a Christmas film. It's Star Wars are a Christmas film. It is not a Christmas film. It is not a Christmas ho, film. Ho, 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 now I have a machine gun. Christmas all over. 100%. <laughs> bit of Bruce in a vest. Something wrong with you. What's Something more Christmassy than therapy. Bruce Willis in a white vest covered in blood and machine gun? That, that's Christmas, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that is an image of festivity there, isn't it? <laughs> So I'm gonna, I'm gonna. For me, if I was to choose a, a film at Christmas, Star Wars or ET, yeah, um, nice. But Good a call. Christmas film, home. I go home. I go home alone. Or else, which one? Which one? This is a Christmas. Oh film. yeah, Elf. Yeah. If I had to Elf, choose yeah. one, I'd probably go home alone. Yeah. I, I don't know why. It's not even a good film. I just, it just reminds me very much of what Christmas is about. Anyway, and okay, okay, I'm, and this is it. You knew this was coming. Final quick fire answer. Your favorite Christmas song. Don't like a lot of them. Fuck, they do. They yeah, they do me. Oh. But if there's one that comes on, if there's one that comes on, that yeah. I always, I always start to. Doesn't it feel like Christmas? Doesn't it feel like Christmas? Doesn't it feel like Destiny's Child? Come on, Eight Days of Christmas. I think it's called. It's you a can't belter. Have anything from the north, Sandwoods. It's, it's a, a belter. I'm not going Ridiculous. old school. I'm not listening to all that old school next? bullshit. Boom. No, we want something oh, decent. I tell you, you're right. This Doesn't it feel like easily Christmas? Easily four. I think Doesn't they're all on like a pedestal. All right. Doesn't to me. They're Go. classic. <laughs> Undeniably what? so. Merry Christmas. Uh, the Slade one. <laughs> Uh, Merry nah, Christmas, nah, everyone. Nah. Yeah, go on. Can, classic. You can have it, you can have it, yeah. Uh, Wizard. Yeah. Uh, what's that one called? Might as well be the same song, but go on. Yeah, well, yeah, I know, but there you go. Paul McCartney, the um, is one, yeah. They're that good. They're not even memorable. No, they're that good. You know, you know what they sound like? No, uh, simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Oh, right. Dreadful, like sim- Dreadful song. Absolutely great, brilliant. <laughs> and then John Lennon, so this is Christmas. Nah. That four, those four, that's what? Not playing any one of them. them. None of them. Might have been any of them. <laughs> I, th- I think y- your last two your last two were class choices, and I won't challenge them in any way at all. Go on, Ollie, really what's yours? Choices. What's your what's your what's your track? Well, you, mi- you missed you missed the top answer with some of the best artists from for it's just is not just one of the best Christmas songs uh, of all oh time, one of the best God. songs. I know what ever. you're gonna say. I know what you're gonna say. Band aid. 
I know. Why didn't you not mention Band Aid? It is one of the best songs ever. Fact. Some of the best artists mm. on it. Beautifully performed. Wonderful lyrics. Means an awful lot. And it's just and it's just all, perfect. They're all getting coked up in the in the studio toilets for the duration of the recording. I mean, that, that's their Merry Christmas. Yeah, you are such a everywhere. You are such well, a humble. Yeah, that's what yeah, these stars do, man. This they're is good. what these pop stars do. I'm, I'm not talking about the, the music industry. I'm just talking about the best song. That's all I'm saying, and that's undeniably the best Christmas song of all time. Simple as. <laughs> that's and that's it. God, grief! Look at the time. Not an issue. Often a bit. This is we this do. is amazing podcast. Even though I say it myself. What are our takeaways from this? Well, I like to I like to circle back before I go back to King Cod, Dave. There, Phil. What have you taken from this episode of Talking Cod? Uh, well, I'm glad we got into more um, frivolous stuff because <laughs> I think people would think we're, we're right bunch of miserable gits. But I do think I think we have to reflect at this time of year about what it's all about both from a kind of family and time perspective, but also, like I like say, from a, from a kind of spiritual point of view, whatever your belief around Christ is, it still needs to be, it still should be a part of your time because otherwise, you know, you, you, it's Xmas, isn't it, rather than Christmas. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's my okay. takeaway. King Cod, what's your takeaway? I've got two things, and I probably... I've already said it already, but the first one is outside of Christmas thing is the fact that things are going to change, you know, in the next year to two years, the way that things have been being, you know, that change is coming. However that happens, it will, it will, it will, it will, it will arrive. And the other thing goes back to the time thing, you know, why wait till one event every year to do what you want to do, either way you want to do it, yeah, break it up, do point. it throughout the year, you know, bring it in. 12 months is a long time to go 150 mile an hour to get to a point just for a period of a few days to then do it again and do it again and do it again. It's yeah, if you totally. if you look at the amount of days and stuff in it's just nah, do it frequently. Spread it spread the love out. Oh yeah. I love yeah. That. Brilliant. I think what I'm going to take away you've already said it, you know, it's Christmas is it's there for a particular reason. If you're going to celebrate Christmas properly, just remember what it's about. It's about, you know, the about the birth of someone. Time, Dave, absolutely right. You know, we, we talk about this on almost every podcast. It's time together, time to reflect, time on our own, make the most of our time. And it's less about money. It's more about these moments and opportunities. Yeah, I think it's just, it, for me, it's all about love. It's, it's just all about love. That's what Christmas is all about. I want to, before we finish off the show, just want to, and and on a quite a somber note, there's there's going to be plenty of people out there, particularly guys who are struggling more than ever this time of year. And this 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 statistic about suicide rates at Christmas is not actually true, but it is a really difficult time for people. People will miss their families, they will miss their friends, they'll feel more isolated and alone than ever before. So, if you are feeling like that, reach out, reach out to me if you want. I don't mind. You know, get get me on social on my phone and just just give me a call. Fun Samaritans, go to Andy's Man Club, connect with your family and friends, just reach out to somebody. I think it's the right thing to do at this time of year because that's what it's all about. It's bringing people together. That's from me, from the heart. Um, Dave, talk us out of the show, man. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, uh, I guess I need to say to everybody, happy Christmas, you know. Hope you have a good one. We're, we're going to have a little bit of a break, aren't we? We'll be back early January, back recording on the 5th, early January. But as always, if you like the pod, if you like what you're listening to, give us a like, give us a subscribe, give it a share. 
And any ideas or you want to be part of it, drop us an email at hello at talkingcod.com. Bosh. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed us talking cod, please give us a rating, leave us a review in your podcast app, and subscribe now. Quick shout out to the guys at DapDip Productions, the folks pushing the buttons behind the scenes. Check them out at dapdip.co.uk. And thanks to Rubber Bear for our theme tune, Elements. Find the band on Spotify and SoundCloud. We'll see you next time for more Talking Code.